Welcome to the Nashville Women's Health Podcast. This podcast was created as a way to provide education and connection to the women of Middle Tennessee. My goal is to connect you with local women's health and fitness providers so you know what services are available in your area. I am your host, Amy Bailey. I'm a local women's health physical therapist, yoga instructor, and life coach. Thank you for joining the podcast and being a part of this amazing community. Welcome to another edition of the Nashville Women's Health Podcast. It's your host, Amy Bailey, and I have the ladies here from Caliente Contouring. Uh, welcome. Hello. Hey. Thank you. <laughs> so I have Farah Haley here, Kelly Alert, and Michelle Lineberry. And this is, uh, I haven't done a podcast with three people yet, so this is going to be exciting. I can't wait to hear from each of you and your perspectives on this. So Farah, I'm going to let you just kind of get us started and tell us about Caliente, how it started, and just okay. kind of bring us up to speed, and then maybe then we can go through our bios after that. Okay, perfect. So I had this crazy idea about five or six years ago, um, but didn't really get a chance to test it until the past three to four years ago. And the reason why I came up with this idea is that whenever I I was exercising a ton, then I was running a lot, um, up to you know 15, 16 miles at a time, but I never got rid of my lower belly fat. Um, and when I really started to look at my sweating patterns, like I would sweat everywhere else, everywhere where I was sweating, I was not carrying fat, but I could not sweat in my lower belly. And so I was trying to come up with a way to stimulate that sweating response. And that just coordinated with the time um, in my uh, primary career where I'm a physical therapist, we were doing dry needling. And my thought process is what if I heated up these needles that's actually punctured the fat cells, what would happen? And and so um, a couple years went by, the, the thought was still there, and I actually had a, a break in, in my primary career where I had a chance to test it, and it worked. Um, I'm so lucky it did. Probably wouldn't be here if it didn't, um, but it's changed a million times since then, and we've refined the process, and currently up to eight clinics now in a mobile unit, and so treating all kinds of people, and just, just really excited about it. I love that. I love how you just followed your gut. And I'm guessing you just kept experimenting on yourself. Yes, I did. <laughs> and uh, my first research group, um, it was, man, it was so long ago. Um, I would see everyone once a week for six weeks. And um, I would bring people in. And this was so early on. And I would track everyone's measurements. And then at the end, I said, okay, now everyone go regain everything that you lost just to make sure that we weren't causing that cellular damage. And that they looked the same post versus pre, because that's really the big difference between us and what other people do is so we're not killing the cell and so since then I got my confirmation and we've been running research except for the pandemic we've been running research consistently since then awesome okay so that's how Caliente started tell us a little bit about yourself well, I am a PT by trade. I've been a PT in the outpatient world for 18 years now um, have a husband, two sons, 24 and 17, so I'm almost free, <laughs> and then, then two puppies at home. So um, not a lot of hobbies outside of um, testing fat <laughs> response to my techniques, so that's what I do for fun. <laughs> I love it. I think we're all nerds at heart, so that makes sense. <laughs> all right, Absolutely. Michelle, tell us a little bit about what you're doing and your background. 
I am uh, also a PT by trade, um, and I have uh, been randomly kind of all over the board as far as physical therapy practice is concerned, outpatient as well, with a primary focus on chronic pain for 25 plus years, um, and uh, have an outpatient clinic in Mount Juliet, um, and had the opportunity to work with Kelly, which you'll be introduced to, and um, kind of got in, into some of the women's health things. I'm, I'm not a women's health specialist, but uh, with chronic pain, there's a lot of things that are associated and very similar as far as there being a crossover. Um, and whenever we found dry needling, it has been a primary focus in my career even really before PTs were doing dry needling, a physiatrist that I worked with would, would actually uh, do some needling for me with some of the chronic pain patients. So whenever it you know, came into our bag of, of tools and our toolkit that we could do it with as a physical therapist, I jumped on board. So uh, pretty much anything that had to do with the dry needling, I had an interest in. Uh, so whenever I found out about this opportunity with Farah and, and the needles and the fat burning, it just crossed over and it just fit, you know. So I was just really excited to see, you know, how I could actually fit that into a practice that, you know, along with things that we were already doing. You know, and it's funny, I mean, patients themselves even, you know, if you can help them to tone one area and they're dealing with pain in another area, you know, make somebody feel better about what they're doing, it helps. Oh, so. I agree. Yes. Once somebody trusts you, a client trusts you, you can help them with all sorts of things. Yes, that's right. So, you know, the two things, they just fit, you know, it just fit. It was just a perfect fit for us. I love it. All right, Kelly. Hey guys. So, um, I'm physical therapist by trade as well, specializing in orthopedics and pelvic floor. I have two kiddos and a husband who's a coach and a teacher. Um, I own my own private practice in Mount Juliet. Um, Michelle and I work right next to each other, so I kind of sublease the space from within the clinic that she works, and kind of the same thing. I found out about this in February, COVID hit, and it was just something I couldn't get off of my brain because it was something that blew my mind. And I think I stayed, I made Farrah like talk to me an hour after she kind of did the technique on her client, and I was like, I, I, and she had answers for every single question that I asked. Um, and was just trying to, you know, physiologically and psychologically like, figure out how this worked. And so Michelle, um, I think I just threw the idea out there and she's like, okay. I'm like, well, come watch, you know, come see it with me. And so once both of us were in the room together, it was like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. It was like magic, which is kind of like needling in itself. It's my magic wand. It's kind of what I joke around with my patients about. It's the one thing that I can almost always say I can make them better with. Um, and I can honestly say in the eight years that I've used it, of the 10 years of practice, I've never made anybody worse, which is not typically, of course, you pick, pick who you use it on, um, dry needling in specific, but um, it's just one of those fabulous tools that the body does, you know, what we encourage it to do. And so when you start heating things up with it, once again, we're getting these really cool results. So um yeah, that's kind of where I where I come in and my uh, my background there. I love it. I, as most of y'all know, I'm new to dry needling. I've only been doing it a couple of months, so I don't have the experience that these ladies have. But just in two months, I've seen positive results with every single person that I have treated with it. And for those of y'all who've continued to listen to my podcast, Kelly has actually been on the podcast before. We um, had a little stint talking about pelvic health, which was fun. Okay, so. Farah, back to you. Tell us the difference between dry needling as we would use it for PTs and then what Caliente is doing. 
Right. So dry needling as PTs, you know, we're getting into the muscle. We're looking for that trigger point. We're aiming to get down to the skeletal system or to the bony structure to really get through that muscle to release the toxins and increase mobility. This is completely different. So whenever I'm using the needles, which are, again, they're acupuncture needles, but they're different sizes because we don't want to cause any bruising, especially with the heat. And we want to get maximal heat transmission without causing cellular death. So you palpate the adipose tissue and you go 50% through that adipose tissue. And if you've been needling for a while or, you know, whatever you can, there's a very distinct difference between going through adipose tissue and then going through muscle. So once we hit muscle, we back out that 50%. So there's no risk of getting into the muscle or the joint. Um, I actually have tested it into muscle and joint and it's in, it gets way too hot. The client can't tolerate it. Um, but if you're in the adipose tissue, it, provides that layer of insulation so the client doesn't feel a thing. They don't feel anything. It, it feels like you're sitting next to a campfire. Anything hotter than that, we, we back off. Wow. So you mentioned cellular death. How would you know that you reached cellular death? So the, the outcomes of the cellular death, the tissue turns black, it becomes hard, it becomes swollen, and that lasts for about two weeks. Again, I've only tested that on myself, and so I can get the parameters. And let me tell you, just um, whenever I did cause that, because I tested it on my stomach, I killed those cells. I, as I lose weight, I have a very distinct line that will never regrow because I've gained weight, I've lost weight testing it. And so those cells are dead. They're not going to come back. So I have those parameters. So we're not causing that with our clients. We stay about 15 seconds shy, so we have a buffer. You might be the bravest person I know right now. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? You got to test it on someone, right? <laughs> That's when you know you believe in a product, right? There. right. right. <laughs> okay, so how quick do people get results? Kind of walk me through it. Maybe Michelle, walk me through a typical treatment and what it looks like. Uh, typical treatment has been interesting. As a PT, mm. I've kind of stayed away from fat. Now all of a sudden I'm looking at it. So, you know... <laughs> You, when you, when the patient, when the clients first come in, you kind of want to have a discussion with them as to what their primary um, problem areas might be. And then you want to kind of assess what, where those areas are and where you target those areas the best. Um, with most women, it seems like it's, you know, lower belly, um, bra fat, you know, that back fat, love handles, um, chins, um, double chins, we love faces. Um, and whenever you can get that little fat, those get really quick results. Um, so once you kind of assess and you talk to the client to make sure what it is that they, the areas that they want to target, then we do measurements. Um, we'll measure, um, arms, chest, you know, all the way down through the torso and legs, because that's the other thing we're finding. You may go in and you may work on, uh, strictly belly and love handles, but we're finding that the clients will lose, uh, inches because you're actually jump-starting that me metabolic process. So you'll go in and you'll notice that they'll have a uh, loss in their arms and their legs as well. Um, it's been interesting because it's like lower belly, um, and they'll have weight loss there. Like if you do bra fat and you get into that upper torso in the back, you'll still notice that they'll lose down around their uh, lower belly. Um, so we do the measurements so that we have a before and after. 
Uh, then you make a determination on the pattern based on the fat that you're working on and, and the area that you're trying to cover the number of needles. Um, then you go and you actually place all those needles. And we were, as Farrah stated, she's kind of testing all the time and giving us um, updates on what the best way is to actually provide that needle placement so that we get the most loss. Uh, then you heat up those needles. Uh, the needles are heated up for 45 seconds, you know, per needle. Um, and then the needles come out and you're done with the session. You remeasure and see the number of inches that they lost. So it's, you know, very comfortable. Honestly, the patients will say that they kind of tend to want to fall asleep. Uh, the sound that comes from heating them up is kind of a white noise. And so, you know, people are mostly comfortable with, with, with the, uh, with the process. It's actually pretty amazing to watch happen. And it happens that quick. I imagine for most people, especially if it's busy women, it's the first time they've sat down all day or re reclined. And so it actually probably is relaxing. That's right. Oh, it is. What do you use as the heat source? Fair so right, yeah. So right now we, we use torches. Um, as, like I said, we're always trying to push it forward. And so I'm working with some engineers to do a heat induction gun. Um, and this, we've, we're on version four of this gun. And so we just need to start the testing with it. And, you know, it's an open flame, which scares people, but most people find it very relaxing. I only had one client in the three and a half years I've been doing this that didn't want to be around the open flame. However, she did it anyways, because you tell a woman she's losing inch inches and she'll sign up for anything. Um, so we're working on something that eliminates the flame, but at the same time, the clients like the flame. So we'll just have to test and see, see where it leads us. I know with the torch, we get amazing outcomes. So I'm just trying to match that with something that eliminates, eliminates the open flame. Yeah. Hey, Kelly, tell us a little bit about, if, is there anything that people need to do before receiving a treatment? Do you give them any special instructions? Um, generally before, a lot of them come in um, and have looked around our website and they kind of have a general idea. Um, I feel like I like to kind of kill with information because I want them to be comfortable with the process. Like I want them to have that expectation of what to expect. And once they, once they have that, just like you would with needling or any other treatment, um, that trust I think is gained. So prior, there's really not much. On the tail end is where we generally encourage extra water um, or at least what we typically would encourage. Um, I don't know, what's the typical half your body weight in ounces is kind of what we say. I always encourage um, to go move afterwards because you want that system to flush it out. And then, um, yeah, I think just stop, not like not be static. So the worst thing you can do is go sit, but that generally is <laughs> what most of us do. Yeah. Um, and then beyond that, we're actually seeing, kind of talking about the loss, we're seeing, like I have a client that I saw, we lost five and a half inches within session. I measured her the following week. She came actually for therapy. Um, and between sessions, she lost five and a half inches as well. So between day one and day seven, with only one treatment, she lost 10 inches, so 11 inches. And we started off smaller, even still, than where we finished off the week prior. So that that was really cool. So maybe to follow up with your, um, your question is we are seeing results immediately, but even into that next morning or afternoon. Um, so maybe expect that, I guess. That's amazing. I typically, I'm sorry. Um, yeah. I typically tell clients that you'll continue to lose for 24 to 48 hours. I've had people say that, um, 
it, it, they continue to lose for the next week, just like with Kelly, with what she said. Um, one of the big things that we tell people um, after talking to our medical director is like a lot of people like to have a glass of wine at night. If your liver is tasked with processing alcohol versus processing fat, it'll choose the alcohol and restore the fat. And so no alcohol right after that first session um, and just, just chug the water to help flush out. That's good to know. Yeah, because if you're feeling great and like you've lost some weight, you may want to enjoy a glass of wine to celebrate. So yeah. Are there any types of people who you don't recommend this treatment for or any contraindications? Actually, yes. Um, uh, anyone with any kind of lymphedema, um, scleroderma, um, breast cancer, or any kind of active cancer, I tend to stay away. Um, and we, we stay away from the breast tissue anyhow, just to be safe. Um, also, obviously, anyone who's pregnant or anyone who is breastfeeding, uh, we tend to stay away. But that's really the only contraindications or precautions that we have. Okay, that's great. So it's pretty accessible to most people then. How many visits do you typically recommend? I think it kind of depends on the person. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I had a young lady who um, was a uh, two years post baby and, you know, is really struggling with that belly fat and, you know, getting, getting her overall weight down. Um, so like with her, we went ahead and we scheduled out six visits, but we did it over, a, over the course of, you know, a month so that she was, um, doing, you know, like two visits one week, then we would do one visit the next week. And we were doing that in conjunction with an exercise program and a weight loss program. And again, just like Kelly was saying, we were losing inches in treatment, but then we were losing between treatment sessions because she was diligent and working. Um, the faces, my goodness, I mean, we're seeing changes in those like immediately. Um, uh, you know, some folks, two or three sessions. I feel like whenever you have a significant amount of inches that you're wanting to lose off of one area, um, staying the course with at least, you know, say two to three visits is probably my recommendation most often out of the box. Um, but you know, it wouldn't be unusual to do one if you're doing a smaller area and it wouldn't be unusual to do up to as many as six, you know, if you have a target plan in, in place. What do you think, Kelly? Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, typically the, the faces in the smaller areas, visit one to two, you'll see big change. Two to three, you'll see really, really big change. And by that third visit, um, personally, what did we do? My hips? I think we did, um, so here's kind of a funny story, I guess. So I, <laughs> my son had a t-ball game, and so I made Michelle do one of my hips, and I only had time, and then I had to run. That leg, what was it, like two and a half centimeters smaller going in the next time? And so now I'm like lopsided. <laughs> so, um, that, and that was like a six-week difference between when I made her and when we finally kind of reached back up. So we are seeing some of those things change. Um, but it's all relative, right? You know, I tend to be uh, an ectomorph, very lean and long. And so for me, um, I think different body types, different metabolisms, you'll see quicker changes than with others. We are finding if there's um, like stubborn fat, like if you generally have that pear type body and your hips have just had, like you've just always had a little bit of cellulite through there and fair, you can jump in. I, we find that it does take a few more sessions to get some of more of that chronic, um, I don't want to say older, but just some of the, the tissue that, that has 
tended to be your problem area um, rather than the, the like the quarantine 15, whatever joke you want to call it, that seems to respond really, really quickly. Um, and I think your body just is ready to shed that quicker. I agree. The longer it sits there, the harder it is to get rid of it. And especially if you carry a lot in your stomach, um, the further away from the core, the cooler the the tissue gets. And so it really takes a lot to heat that up, but I still have parameters because safety first. And so a lot of times we'll work around that and ask them to diet and exercise to help get that down before we can truly be effective if it is a really big belly. Well, that makes sense. I mean, that's kind of the way we feel with back pain, for instance, the longer they've had it, the longer it's going to take to get rid of it. That makes so much sense. Is there amount of time that you would recommend between the first treatment and the second treatment? Do you space them out? We do. We typically do once a week, but with that being said, I've had people getting ready for a wedding or going on vacation and I've done as many as four in one week. Um, when the more we do in that week time, it increases your risk of bruising. Um, personally, if I have some place I need to go, I'm doing it daily. <laughs> but again, bruising, you want to hit it in an area that's not going to show. But most people are once a week. And because this is invasive, is a doctor's order required or? No. no. Okay. So basically, they can just call up one of the eight locations, make an appointment, and they're good to go. Yeah, we have a medical screen and like Farah was saying, we have a medical director and they've, you know, she, she's gone through lots of testing and stuff to know what, um, you know, we talked about contraindications. So just mm -hmm. um, comorbidities and things that we generally tend to watch for. Um, so, and all of us have a medical background. So I feel like, you know, differential diagnosis, like we're aware of some of those things that may be something and I feel like all of us are wise enough and cautious enough that if there's something that we're just not feeling comfortable with, um, we're pretty honest with our clients and, and kind of letting them know, you know, so it's a, it's a very safe, to me, it's been a very, very safe environment for everybody, for us and for them. Thing too, with our training on the dry needling side, you get to where you have such an awareness of the tissue that you're actually, and the density of the tissue that you're actually going into, that it's amazing to me because there is such a significant difference in going into fat now as opposed to going into muscle tendon, you know, and what we're doing with the dry needling side. Um, and that density of that tissue, you know, even in myself, as far as I had that, that uh, menopause belly that came on and that upper belly was that really dense, hard, you know, kind of. And so being able to go in and know from the therapy side, that, you know, breaking that up then just made it so much better whenever we actually turned around and did the dry, the, the caliente needling to it. Mm -hmm. And it just made the tissue more accepting to that and the loss was better. So I think just the background, the, the PT background and the dry needling background just makes all that that much safer and better because we kind of have a feel for what we're doing. Yeah, you have trained hands. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Um, tell me about the eight locations, Farah. Oh, goodness. Um, you might have to help me out here, girls. Um, we have a, a Smyrna location, um, Cool Springs, uh, downtown Nashville, Mount Juliet, Goodlittle, <laughs> um, Gallatin. Wow. Goodlittle. Did I say that one already? Goodlittle. Diamond Head, Mississippi, Spring Hill. Spring Hill. I was like the other one on the outskirts. Yeah. 
I mean, you were covering the whole area of Nashville. Yeah. Yeah. So next we, um, we're actually hoping to expand down in more into Mississippi. And then we have someone looking at a franchise in North Carolina, um, looking at one in Atlanta, and then I have someone interested in Denver. So who knows? That's really cool. Congratulations. Thanks. Thanks. I was wondering how Mississippi got on there with all these Nashville locations. Right. So, you know, we all have a background in PT. And so um, as uh, like I had worked together with Kelly previously and I've worked with um, a couple other of the franchise locations previously. And then they start talking to their friends and then their <laughs> friends get interested. And, you know, it's just just gone from there. Yeah. Word of mouth. I love it. You can't keep a good thing quiet for sure. <laughs> all right. You mentioned earlier to me before the podcast that you have done some studies and you have more that I know we can't talk about, you know, coming up, but tell me a little bit about the studies that you've already completed. So like I was saying, basically since we started this, every client that I see goes into research and now all of the um, data that comes from the other locations, we collect that and that goes into our research as well. And so I've changed the process several times since we've started. Our first research paper, it's out for the final edits now and it'll be ready here in just a couple of weeks. It's just looking at male versus female um, and what visit number they're on and how many inches they've lost. And so the stigma is just, we all thought that males just lose um, inches and weight way faster than us and they reach their goals faster than us. But my research actually shows that they do at visit one of Caliente, visit two, male versus female tends to even out, but by visit three, females are surpassing males and mm. the number of inches lost. So that's that's been interesting to see. Um, we just submitted the data for research paper number two to be written, and that's just looking at um, different patterns because early on, you know, it was so rudimentary, and we've changed it. We've changed it since the, the, the data just went out as well, but it's looking specifically at age groups, male versus female, and how they respond, and so I, I look forward to getting that one out here in the next couple months. Is there a minimum age? Um, we don't do anyone younger than 18. Okay. That makes sense. No maximum age, I'm guessing. Nope. No. <laughs> oh. Some no. people come in. Us old girls need it. <laughs> I had a 79-year-old uh, male come in and we worked on his chin and he was very pleased after. So, Boy, those chins just respond so well, especially yeah. if you're hydrated. Um, I did my stepdad and... <laughs> I think he's 76 and significant difference in that neck. Yeah. Yep. And that's a hard area to get through just exercise. So you can't, yeah, you can't spot reduce or those little frowny lines. Right. My mom was like, fix my face. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's great. I love the stories of y'all experimenting on yourself too. <laughs> you did the one hip versus the other. Did you feel different? Could you, um, it, so I went down like that lateral septum kind of posterior to the IT band and, um, it felt tighter. Like it felt like I had not that workout fatigue, but it did. There is a sensation that's very hard to describe. And some of my friends and clients too, they'll just say it, it feels tighter, like feels lifted. It's kind of the verbiage that we'll get. Um, sometimes there's a little tingleese that, that people will sense. I think it's a very hard description. Pain would not be like that's dry needling. So that's usually one of those with my 
dry needling spiel, it's, it's a very quick response. Your body doesn't know quite how to respond, so it's not really pain because it's not you're not injuring the tissue. This is completely different. Like they were talking about that that um, fat, you know, the adipose tissue doesn't have a very good neural supply in terms of like locating where you know where we're sensing the needles. Um, and so they look down and they're like, "Oh, I have 30 needles in my belly," and they have no idea. Um, yeah. <laughs> they're like, "Take a picture," you know. <laughs> <laughs> I do think it's worth mentioning too. I've gotten some physician referrals over the last couple of years um, for people that are just really heavy and you know they need a knee replacement, but they need to lose weight before they get their knee replacement, but they're in too much pain. They can't exercise to lose the weight. And so we'll see clients and we'll shrink the tissue just around the knee. So if they can go ahead and have the surgery, the last one we saw, we got 13 inches off of one knee so she could have her knee replacement, which is so exciting and cool. I mean, that's quality of life right there for people. That's right. Or even the people who can't exercise because it's painful. Maybe they don't need a knee replacement yet, but it's too hard to exercise. So if you can get them feeling a little bit better and get them active and exercising. That's right. It's so important. Okay, tell me how to find y'all. I know y'all are in, well, two of you are in the same location, and then we've got Farah somewhere else. But if y'all will tell us how, if people want this service, how do they get in touch with you? So you can go to our website. It's calientecontouring.com. Um, it, it lists all the locations there. You can book an appointment through the website. Um, or you, if you have any questions, um, you can send um, little questions through us, and I'm the one who gets that, so we'll answer those. Or if you're trying to and find a location that's closest to you, I'll, I'll shoot you in their direction. Um, we also have a Facebook, it's Caliente Contouring, and our Instagram. And so we're always posting pictures, and but the website has um, the facts, or the, I guess the questions and answers, and if you have any questions, that's the likely source to go to to get the most information. Awesome, awesome. Through that Bagaro site, we've had several folks that'll try to schedule, and they'll send messages and ask questions, and mm -hmm recently had one that, you know, sent some messages and it comes directly to our email and, you know, we were able to, you know, answer all of her questions. She has an event coming up and wanting to know numbers of visits and timeframes and, and just general questions about the process. So, um, yeah, going through that Vagar, cause that was how that came through, right, Kelly? Did that I come through? So. Yeah. Um, Awesome. Okay. I'm going to have each one of you just kind of tie us up. So you can talk about anything I forgot to ask or anything that you want our audience to know about Caliente contouring. So Kelly, I'm going to start with you. Okay. Um, you kind of alluded to us liking to experiment and I have a client. So in my, you know, I get in trouble by um, Fair's assistant all the time. And she's like, Kelly, you're not practicing PT. You're burning fat. <laughs> so I will say I have a client who um, she's a cash pay patient for physical therapy. And so we, I offered the Caliente tour to try um, history with endometriosis and a hysterectomy. And she lost six inches within one session with a little, like a low, I guess was 30 with like a very small area size. Um, was able to feel her abs turn on, was able to breathe better, her pain went down. So I would love to try to get into some more of that um, demographic where it is, yes, fat burning, and we're working on like that bloating sensation. Um, but I think the potential is so great with something like this because there's very, very little side effects, if any. 
and there's very little uh, negative, I'm trying, what's the word, contraindications, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've seen two where I've seen a client for Caliente and then she's been able to see me for, as a musician for her hand for therapy. So it's been really fun for me to kind of see different clientele, kind of see how the businesses are bouncing off of each other and then just grow and watching, like watching Fair develop this for us because yeah. we're kind of consumers of her, her stuff too, but then also help her with all right, what other markets, like what's my passion and how can I help her help our business grow in that, um, in that realm too. So, yeah, I mean, that's really just forward thinking and trying to see how else you can use this to help people. Awesome. Okay, Michelle. Yeah. You know, for me to start off with, it's just, it's been fun. You know, I mean, as a, as a physical therapist, you know, biggest majority of clients that come in to see us, they're coming to see us for some painful process, some surgery, some, something that they've been through. So it's been just fun to be able to get people in, kind of use your base knowledge of, of just anatomy. And, and again, like I said, you know, I haven't really looked at fat all these years. And now I'm actually looking at the contours and whatever and helping people make a difference that then just emotionally and, and confidence wise helps to build their confidence on that side. And they see a difference whenever they walk out the door. And then, like Kelly said, being able to see the indications with patients that you have that you can go in and help to make a difference and, and actually even healthfully it, you're able to impact them. So it, you know, for me, it's just on both sides of it. It's just been a blast, you know, and, and looking forward to all the new research, you know, cause I'm, I'm kind of that numbers girl anyway. So that definitely falls right into my, uh, my, my liking. I like how you said it's fun because working like you do with chronic pain patients, it can be exhausting. And so that's great that you can use your knowledge and do something to still help people that it might give you a little bit of self care on your end too. That's right. No, that's right. Absolutely. I love it. All right, Farah, you wrap us up here. Well, I just want, we didn't mention all the areas that we treat. So I just wanted to um, mention that. So, you know, what woman is not, (laughs) it has this like tricep flappy area. So we do the tricep area, that bra fat um, back here. Of course, the love handles, the belly. Um, We'll do a butt lift. We do inner thighs and then women or men that have um, cellulite that go down down the front of their thighs or the back of their thighs, we can actually treat that. That as well and just like Michelle had mentioned earlier even if we just do you know, like the bra fat we'll see changes in the arm we'll see changes in the face we'll do chins and cheeks to help contour that and so it's just really exciting to um, see people reach their goals and make people happy. Sarah you have to tell the story about the girl with the scoliosis that you got dra- got her ready for her little black dress. Okay, hang on a second. There's, oh, okay. So this was a red carpet event. So I have, um, you know, back pre-COVID, um, people would come and book appointments to get ready to get into their little black dress. But I had a client who had a pretty significant scoliosis and didn't want that to show on the red carpet. So we went in, we went, did a house visit, and we shrunk just one side of her body to give the appearance of no scoliosis. And so um, <laughs> my husband and I, when we went on vacation a couple of years ago, he wanted me to, to shrink his, his torso. It was late at night. I did one side. I got tired. I went to bed. Uh, he went to, on vacation with a pseudo scoliosis that whole week. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> he was not happy with me. But um, we do, you know, it's all, it's all visual, so we can even people out. I love that. <laughs> and again, it just goes back to self-confidence and getting people out there. And right now, we all need to be social as we can. So feeling good about yourself and connecting with other people. It's huge. Mm -hmm. It's huge. Well, thank y'all so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Um, everybody who's listening, I will post all of their contact information in the show notes. So y'all will have that, but please reach out to these ladies. They have a wealth of knowledge, not just in contouring, but also in physical therapy. So thanks for everything you're doing for the Nashville and surrounding areas. Amy, thank you so much for having us. You are so welcome. All right. Everybody have a great week and I will talk to you next week.